0: Uh, this is Teddy Hooks. He hosts okay. he hosts the Real NWK podcast yes, on Spotify, and uh, it's also the father of my girlfriend, Love. So, what's up? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of just, like, trying to stay busy and stuff. You know, it's been, like, f- over 40 days now of no work for me, so it's, like, I'm kind of, like, getting a little, like, drinking. Hey, it's
1: to get out of the house?
0: Yeah, yeah. And all the parks are closed now, so I don't really have anything to do. It kind of, like, kind of sucks.
1: You know what I I like to do? I like to do, like, watch a lot of nature shows. But I've been working on my garden. So, like, that's been my big inspiration to do an indoor garden. So, what I've been doing was I took some old totes that, you know, that wasn't being used. So, I filled it with dirt. Okay. And then what I went see, the thing is living in the city, it's actually hard to get certain plants. So... Like you can get the average tomato, pepper, maybe broccoli, maybe a whole lot of lettuce, celery, lettuce you can get, but the asparagus, Brussels sprout plants, cauliflower plants, zucchini plants, um, uh, what other what other plants? It's going to be hard for the people in the city to get. So that's when we've really been. You know, I would tell you is is I know you anxious and antsy to hit the streets. But if you find you something that you can do inside, like, like this, yeah, like, like if yeah. you can get this going, it'd yeah. be tremendous because you, you, you have a good, pro, a platform and you should be really, really popping that shit off right now.
0: To be honest, like for me, I've been, I've had a lot of time off and I thought this would be, this is a perfect time for me to sort of like practice my like creative skills with this podcast. And I've been trying to do a lot of different things and it's, I've been struggling. Uh, I've been trying to do sports podcasts with my friends. I didn't really feel confident for some reason. Cause I hadn't done it in so long. I was trying to do like super lame TikToks, which are like yeah. the lamest thing ever. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm just trying to do like, you know, and then I got this idea, like maybe it's take a little pressure off if I did a podcast series and released it all at once. So basically oh, no, like, wow. I want, yeah. So if basically it's like, talk about what you're doing right now. Well, what am I doing right now? I'm struggling to make content. Okay. So why don't I reach out to some people who are also making content, or whether they're successful or they're like someone like myself or you who are just sort of yeah. getting going, We're and sort of talk it. through some shit, you know?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you know what the, the number one content that I try I try to stay away from is sports because the problem with doing constant sports because there is no sports right now. Exactly. And that's we, like 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 everybody's you know. Talking about Tom Brady going to New England, I mean going to the to, to the Buccaneers. You know, we only can prophesize or just pro, like project where he can be at. But to be honest with you, sports is hard because it's nothing going on. So you kind of like in a in in like a limbo. That's why everybody's talking about LeBron being yeah better than Michael Jordan because there's really nothing to talk about. So, like, if you talk about sports, you gotta like, I like what I've been doing was on my podcast, I would hit it for a little bit, but then I go try to do my own research as far as like, like, um, like I've been like the indoor gardening, the, um, the, um, just talking about like going to do research as far as like how people are getting along as we're doing the stay at home. I'm not just gonna talk about, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about the virus because if I talk about the virus, I'm ignorant to it. So I don't know it. So why would I talk about it? That's why, like, you see some people podcast, they talking about it. You getting your information third, fourth party. But if you do your own niche as far as, like, you are going to touch on sports, but then you're going to talk about something else, like your journey as far as learning how to do this. So that's what is something I've been trying to stay with, you know, to do.
0: No, I agree. And I think that, like, all the, you know – I don't know anything about politics and I know you've touched a lot on that. You're basically, I've listened to some of your episodes and you're basically talking about what's going on right now, how you're feeling through this, what you're doing to stay busy, sort of the effects that this is going to have long-term. I listened to your one on 420 about all the delicious vegetables. I thought that was really (laughs) funny. Um, And that's just sort of like, I had to pull an audible. I had to say like, damn, bro, there's other than Tom Brady and the Bucks." You know, there's the Michael Jordan documentary and that's it. So let's try to get creative, throw some shit at a wall and see what sticks. And, you know, through interviewing some of the other guys, I interviewed my friend who does stand-up. He's been doing stand-up comedy for 10 years. And he, the first three years, he just wrote jokes and never performed. And it didn't take him till, didn't take him till year three to build up that confidence to sort of get out there and put his material out to the world. So like for me, I've been doing this for two and a half years. Yes, and it's like, okay, I'm I'm sort of now starting to like, okay, maybe the sports thing isn't really for me, or maybe I could try something in mental health and wellness, or maybe I could try connecting with other artists and entrepreneurs. Cause that's what we're doing. We're well, starting our I own like, brand. I like that other
1: one you just said, the mental, the mental health and the illness. That one right there could be like, you know, you touch on it and then you slide around to this and you throw your sports in it because you know what, you know really what really where you want to get to that I will say Will be good for you is you touch on certain things, but you will tune out the women if you talk about sports all the time. Cause yo, like I had some, I had some ladies send me emails like, oh, I hate when you start talking about sports. But you gotta kind of throw a bone to the the guys and then throw a, a you know a pebble to the girls. Cause I mean for the women because then you know you talk about sports, yo get get up like that mental illness thing. Yo, that might cause you know so many people that has that problem.
0: Yeah. Well, you know where I got the mental health and wellness from was from love. So that's that's where I started getting, you know, she has been super hardcore into the mental health and wellness, the dieting, the um, meditation and things like that. And it's sort of taken me a really long time to sort of come around to that stuff. And I think that like one thing that m- let me take that leap was seeing other professional athletes get into this sort of lifestyle. So I saw a year ago when Kyrie Irving started with the Celtics on his second year of that uh, stint with them, he said he started a vegan diet and he said he's like the healthiest and in the best shape of his life. And I was like, damn, bro, if Kyrie's doing it and he's one of the top athletes in the NBA, I got to try it out. I saw John Bone Jones, the UFC champion said, I did a vegan diet leading up to this fight. I've never felt better. And so I think that like when I see other people who are successful in the athletic field, it's all connected. Athletes, diet, mental health and wellness, these guys all meditate and do that shit. So that's what gravitated me towards that.
1: Yeah, because if you think about it, if you eating healthier, it's, 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 it's a weight off your mind in a sense because like if you're eating, you know, I, I, I touched on this a few times and I try to explain to people if you eat a hamburger on Monday, by Friday, it still has a digestible. Oh. So, you yeah. know, it's just sitting there. So you kind of like said, uh, you, you, you're 100% right about that. Because that is a, wow, like to think you put the food and not even a meditation, just the food alone that you consume, you know, it's, it does, does something to your body. So, because, you know, like, you know, um, I wanted to make the, those lentil hamburgers. Like, you know how, you know, you guys are eating out. We, we so.
0: made them last night. How was it? So it's, it's actually really good. You put love, puts spices in them. She puts herbs, she, all this stuff. It's very good. we we'll, we can send you a recipe.
1: Okay. So, so <laughs> it doesn't have just that beanie taste, you know what I'm saying? But she's doing the season and they gave it a little kick to it.
0: Yeah. It tastes really good.
1: Okay. So yeah, send me, send me the recipe, but you know, I, the mental health is, you know what to be, cause you, we don't really know how much longer we are going to be in place. So I know it's. I mean, I you know listen, I encourage you to when the sports come back, I'm I really encourage you to really get your niche with both because if you're talking about the sports, the mental because just to prepare to go out there and play football, let alone like you know you, you see like Rock going to Tampa, but pre- two years prior to that he had back surgery, so. The mentally mentally, it was too much for him. Yeah, see, but that, that goes into your plate of what you're saying, which I really agree that, damn, that isn't good. I didn't think about it in that way. Wow.
0: So I think that, like, I think that with sports and this sports podcast or sports journalism, I don't think people realize how much work it takes. I think that when we watch guys like Stephen A. Smith get up there and make it look effortless, we kind of get this, like, delusion that, oh, I, I'm a sports fan. I can go up there and just do what he does. It's so much work and preparation. And that's what I'm learning through this process is like, if you don't devote yourself to this thing, it's not going to grow. Yes, sir. And that's why I really like, you know, I know that this is sort of a scary time for a lot of people because people are dying and they're losing their jobs. But for me personally, like it's given me a lot of time to sort of step into that creative field and really like figure out if this is what I want to do and have time.
1: Well, I mean, you're a young man, so even, you know, you have time to really, you know, put your you know, feel what places you want to go with your show, but I I, I personally to meet you and see that where you are now and you're videotaping yourself, I personally take and salute you because that is like to put yourself out there for scrutiny for people to see is hard. Like for myself, I'm still like I went and bought all of the equipment so I could videotape myself, but I'm still trying to get my niche to, like, like, like you're saying your mental health and you know and what you want to do, and then you want to tie the sports along with it. Mine's is just a journey of just doing whatever. But I, I like I said to see where you are now, and I, I look, I like this whole setup that you have here, and I think this time that you are not working, you should be banging like you, you. you And this is just only me. I'm not telling you what to do. It's just a suggestion that you should write everything down and then figure out that's how you're going to get your show prep for the week. So that's what I try to do with with the, I try to two days in advance do my research. So like I have this social media and everybody that knows me, I know I never had social media, but I now start to try to just put up like. Political stuff, even to when it comes to like sports stuff, you know, I like to put up different things. But in your case, this is this is I think this is dope as hell the way you have it now.
0: Yeah, man, thank you, I appreciate it. And you know, we we've done some stuff in the past, and I'm sort of growing and like, y- you know, I, you're you're exactly right. It's the preparation, the preparation. So that, I think that's what they say with athletes too. Is like you want to make practice the hardest part of the week, so when you show up to the game, it just flows. Yes, and I think that like when I was trying to do monologues by myself, it was so challenging because I didn't really put the work in that I was trying to like fumble through every sentence and things like that. But having conversations with like you and other people makes this thing so much easier. And yes, the, the, the point of this podcast, I think, is I know that, you know, you're older than I am, but it's for it's for people who are maybe have an idea that they want to step out into the creative field and yeah. say, I don't really, I think the hardest part is taking that first step. And I even, you know, we've talked, you wanted to do this idea for a long time and it took you a little long time to get a little bit of equipment, learn it. But like, we're both slowly on that journey. So yeah. it's been cool. To listen to your podcast too. You're what you're doing that I'm not doing is put material out every day. And I like that you're doing the short 15, 10, 20 minute podcast. Cause it's really, it's a beast to do an hour long show.
1: So this, to, 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 to go to your point, to just kind of, you know, to talk for an hour, like those guys that they professionally have their connections with the, the these athletes or these entertainers, and you could then talk about those people for hours. But the problem is for a person like myself that don't have that connection or you that's yeah. still learning, what you what you then do is 15, 20 minutes, whoever riding into work, they can listen to your show get in and you could just make whatever you want to do at that time and just move on but like i've listened to people podcast shows and i'm like there, they're like two hours in and i'm like damn who's gonna listen for that long of a you know time yeah but these are these are professionals that have their their social medias and all that stuff put together but I, i to me i i thought you should have been i encourage you to do it like every day even if like when, you, when this comes back, and which eventually it will, but I've always encouraged you to look at the younger generation of sports because when you look at the sheer amount of athletes in this, like just say New York and New Jersey, that you can have free reign to do, the, do just – like you can see on Under Armour's website or ESPN's website who's like in the top 100 and a lot of them be right here i'm talking about as far as baseball go as far as everything goes
0: you well, it's, they, it's basketball wrestling baseball this is a hotbed for athletes that's,
1: that's what i'm saying I, I i encourage you to do that because if because just trying to get to a professional athlete is hard but do you know how easy it is to get to these athletes, that's in high school football, you can you can just always ask the parent, hey, you know, you don't mind if I do a little interview, you know, X, Y, Z, because you'll eat that up.
0: They'll eat that stuff up. The kids, there you
1: go. And then you're promoting. You are promoting them as as athletes. You know, this is this is the thing that I've seen over the years of me doing AAU basketball for girls and boys. You have A list players. B list players, C list players, but the C list players don't get that same um, promotion as that A list football player, basketball. But if you want to get your podcast popping, like to go to the next level, the C list people are who you need to talk to. Yeah, because the C list, because because of the A's, they always gonna get it, but the C's are the ones that really need the promotion and then somebody like you as talking both sides of it the mental and then the physical side of the sports is is, i always say that's a good thing because i'm not going to focus like when i when this is all over i'm going to go out and do interviews and i encourage you to do the same thing because people will be loving to talk to somebody to pop a microphone in their face
0: oh they love it they love it so, I think, like, like kind of what you were just talking about, like, if you look like Snoop Dogg had that football team in, in L.A., and a, and a lot of those kids started as Pop Warner players, and he, like, through the years, he's groomed all the kids, and a, a few of them are playing in the league right now and are, like, stud-wide receivers and players.
1: The kid, the kid out there is the Steelers, right?
0: I think so. I think one's on the Saints, maybe. I wish I had these guys' names off the top of my head, but...
1: Yeah, but pretty- I know Juju Schuster. I believe he was one of the guys that came through Snoop Dogg's uh, football program.
0: So it's like you, if you if you kind of get with these guys young and they grow and they promote, you know, you you say, hey, what's up, man? I love your play. I'll do a little, like, video for you. Give me an interview. That's a video that if some of those kids grow up and make the league, they're all coming to your website later on, because five years promoting. from right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, just to speak of that, right? There was this guy just on his documentary on HBO about this black kid and... His father was his big-time high school basketball coach out in Michigan. And it was on HBO. So check this out. He was like 15, 16 years old, and he played on the AAU team, but he he thought he was going to be the next star. But he said he made more money um, doing a promotion of the athletes that he would come, and he would then go and rank them. And then he would sell those rankings to college coaches and college coaches would go to him. And he was only like 15, 16 years old. I'll get the information. We just, we're just, we're just talking. And, and I, this, I think this goes right into where I always say, what you, what your niche should be? Because what he ended up later on doing, he parlayed his, his stardom as doing that into sending himself into hell of stardom and then end up going into prison. Because, well, he didn't, he still, I don't believe he went to prison yet, but the whole point is, it's like he... He He had an idea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he had an idea and he let it grow and like... So, I have a question for you. With your podcast and your show, do you have some short-term goals and long-term goals for this thing?
1: Well, um, short-term, I just like to... This is this, okay. I like to try to educate the mass of people that do listen about certain things that I think they're misinformed. But long term, it's just a journey of me just having fun with it. I'm not looking to make millions of dollars off of it. Some people do it because the end goal is to be popular or to be successful, to be around certain people. That's not me. I'm not looking for it. Um if some people can learn something from some of the stuff that I told or some of the stuff that I have um learned learned about and they get it from me and they can take and go on to do other things i, I really think that that would be the the best thing for me I, other than that I, i'm I'm not getting anything out of it you know money you know i you know for and this is not me bragging Taylor, but for the short period of time that I've been doing this. I got on now. My podcast is streaming on iHeart, Apple, Google, Um, Spotify, um, Spotify and um, Anchor. Is is and then a friend of mine's that was I don't even actually I don't even know the person. They sent me an email telling me that I am now like streaming in Russia, the Philippines, so and like um Canada. Um, Turkey, is so many, um, so many different places that that I got to be able to people to listen to me. But it, for me, long term, I'm I don't have no goals to when it comes to this. I'm just doing. Endo- I'm just enjoying it. I'm home. If somebody learn anything from it, so let me reverse that question to you. What okay. is your goal short and long term for this?
0: So, I think my short term goals going forward are like just to be able to do this per, do this on a regular weekly basis, kind of like what you 're doing is just have the confidence to come in here and do this um, my medium My medium goals would be to find a way to down the road get hired by a, a company, whether it 's radio, sports broadcasting, sort of like I want to like work in this field, and so I think it would be cool to like stop, you know, bartend it maybe a little bit and like really focus on this, put all of my attention on this. And I think my long-term goals, which I'm going to try to, you know, it's, it's a huge goal and it might take 15, 20 years to do what would be to like travel around the country, travel around the world, have this platform, interview people, interesting people, sports, travel and like have this show be able to pay for itself. So I'm basically like a self-sustaining podcast website.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you basically see yourself as a business then.
0: Well, that would be the long-term goal. And it's not about make, like you said, it's not about getting rich off it, but it's about making enough money where it sustains itself. And it's a lifestyle. Like I love the outdoors and I love traveling. Is that your cat? Oh, is that a Kobe? What's up, Kobe.
1: Yeah, you know, he, he I, sidebar, all the time jumps into the screen of it. I'm just, <laughs> the reason why it's keep moving, because he's jumping up on the table trying to get into everything.
0: He's probably he's probably looking for my dogs over here.
1: Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> love came over here the other day, and she, he was at the window trying to smell her, because she smelled like the dogs.
0: <laughs> um, But I think, like, yeah, I, I think I just, I love the outdoors, and I, you know, I think through working in the restaurant industry in, in New York City, I, I meet so many interesting people and I've had so many interesting conversations with people and it's almost like I wish I could just pull out a microphone and be like, yo, let's put this on a podcast. Someone would love to hear this. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. so. You know Actually, if you, had your, if you if you were good into your spot, like your bar, shit, you to do a podcast from the restaurant prior to your shift, just say, hey, you meet so many interesting people. Hey, maybe I can interview you and promote your business.
0: So that's, that's the plan. Yeah. So I I've talked to the owners about that. I think when sports comes back, I'm going to do a, an NFL cause I work at a sports bar and I think that like the plan is to do a, a, a weekly show and get people like promote the bar and promote the, so yeah, no, I know I, it's just about execution. And part of me, I've been, I've been kind of like putting this podcast on the back burner okay. and I I like this time so I can get back into it. So when sports come back, I'm gonna be ready to go.
1: Yeah, because to be honest, like this will be the perfect time to get like, you know, like love gave me a itinerary book. So I've been writing all my itineraries and everything down to what I would like to do. And for you being so young and you in that scene. Yo, you know how I many of those people that would love to be thrown up on that situation where they can be interviewed or they can be, wow, you right there in the bar. Shoot. Yeah. That's, that's what makes it even better.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I think I, 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 the, the idea I have, I have a vision of doing that. It's literally like, my whole thing is, you know, I have so many ideas, but my hardest thing is the execution part and like just showing, you know, taking that first step. So this is sort of giving me some confidence to do that shit. But let me ask you this. Have you, have you dealt with any like uh, negativity from the things you've said? Is any commenters or people approach you but like, Teddy, that's bullshit. Like, what are you talking about?
1: Well, I did a show about cheating. And man, did I get emails! Ooh. I got so many emails. I got guys saying that I'm snitching, and then I had women saying they don't cheat. But I, you know, it's it just I look for some response. But you know, the thing is, like certain shows, like that one, that touched a few people, and some of the people were a little upset because. Like some of the guys, are like, oh, you snitching? And one guy, he sent me a, he sent me an email. He was like, yo, I just got back in the house. My wife listened to the show. I was <laughs> like, yo, man, I, I, and and, like, I got some people that send me emails, and they're like, oh, why you don't call the hood, the hood anymore? And I tell them like, it's the city. I'm not going to disrespect. The people that live in the area by calling it a derogatory name because people want to call it that, so I get a lot of emails to that. A lot of people just like, yo, you. Be, a lot of the guys be like, I'm snitching by telling certain things. Look, I only tell the truth. I'm just trying to enjoy myself while I'm here because you know, shit. They got something that's taking you out of here in two weeks. I don't want. I want to enjoy myself while I can. So you do get it. So but. But you don't. You, I'm gonna tell you this. I don't worry about people what they think about what I say because, again, it's my opinion. You could agree to disagree. So if you worry about that, these people are gonna always have something negative to say. People all, you know, always have something you know about you they may not like. So I don't really particularly care. Like I got some women they get mad. They got mad because. I did a podcast saying, I'm so pretty. And then, <laughs> yo, and then, like, you know, they outside, they're beautiful. But the inside of them, they're horrible. So you're ugly in a sense. So, you know, some women, they're going to they gonna send me an email like, yo, man, how you going to say that? But if they clearly listened, I said something about the men first. About, the, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the black guys, they get, they get this chalk put on their head and then they spray this shit on their head. And then you wonder how their beards or their hairline is on point. That shit is because that shit sprayed on. If they, if you tell them go run through some water, they'll fight you tooth and nail. So, you know, like some people, you know, I don't like what I said. It's not meant for everybody to like. So. We-
0: I just let's go. I mean, I think being, I think so there are a few people who are authentic, who do this shit. And I think that's really important is to be authentic and whether you get a good reaction or a negative reaction, like you're still making people think and you're still people are like reacting to you. And like, you know, so I, I have more power to you. And that's something that I think that like, I really, yeah, it's, it's tough. And I think in in some of my material, I've like been on the verge and I've gone a little bit into some real shit but it's also like I don't really want to talk about other people without them being there to defend themselves. So well, I, I ain't
1: talking about people. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. I just want to, you know, for me, like, like it's not talking shit about them because I'm only actually talking about in general. We know people that are like, you know, like you. You know, you could see a guy and he's a handsome guy, right? Like, you would say Brad Pitt. But Brad Pitt could have a real bad effed up. And this, I don't know this. I'm, I'm just saying he's a good-looking guy. Been a good-looking guy even to from a young age until he's fucking old. And you have to say he's a good-looking guy. But if Brad Pitt has a real bad attitude, that makes him ugly. So That's, that's what, so true. So that's what, the, that's what the whole show is about. So if somebody would get mad about me saying that, fuck them if they can't take a joke.
0: I don't think that's bad. I think that's like, I think you're spot on with that. I know people who are like, I know I'm a t- like women who are beautiful, but they're like fucking huge <laughs> bitches, dude. And I'm like, dude, I like that yeah, makes dude. me look at you. Like you ever see the movie shallow, Hal? how he sees, Yeah, yeah there you go. I sort of like, there's some, sometimes I feel like, I can like, if I see you're a shitty ass person, I kind of look at you a little differently. Like I look at your face, like there's a devil in there. I see some horns popping out.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah
0: dude. That's how I feel, man. I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm completely like, I see total inner beauty and I don't focus on the outside. Cause like, yeah. let's be real. But like, I don't know. I think that's very true.
1: But that's why I said like, like, for, for like I, if like, I know I'm normally get some type of heat from the women about it, but you know what? I mean, I don't really care. Like, I'm not, I didn't say no names to anyone. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't just strictly stay on one particular gender. I I went on the men first, and then I banged on the women later. And then, you know, like, I can even say for the transgender people, right? My ex-wife has shown me a picture of her cousin that was doing the transition. And I didn't know in the beginning that it was a dude. But from... One part of it, you can look at them and say, "Well, okay." But is that person beautiful? Is he beautiful or she's beautiful on the inside? They're trying to change the outside because they're ugly on the inside. That's what the whole point of the show. And then some people may not like it. I really don't that's care. That's your I, opinion,
0: I, but that's your opinion, dude. Yeah. Like, who cares? That's I why think the- I said,
1: your show could be a lot better. You know, I, I, I listen. And I'm telling you this, if you need help promoting it, y'all just send it to me and I, like, I got I'm not, a, What's I'm sorry. I got a bunch of people that will listen to it. And
0: So I'm starting to, like, I'm still, like, like this project, I think, is gonna be the first big thing that I put out to everybody. Um, so once I feel, like, comfortable in myself, then I'll start promoting it. But when I'm not consistently doing this, I feel a little weird promoting it because I'm not as confident. But I think going back to the whole, like what we were just talking about people, I think that like the, the way I try to look at that is like, I try to treat, I'm not perfect, but I try to treat everybody with respect, regardless of how they look on the outside. And like, I try to look at everybody with a, Hey, you're a good person. And then when people sort of like, I don't know, cross me, or if I, if people I think are like, out to, I don't know, shitty people towards me, then I react appropriately. I try to say, I try to look at everybody I meet with a, hey, you're a good person. And then if I get to know them and they're doing some evil shit, whether it's somebody you work with or somebody you've known for a long time. I had a boss once, for example, who I worked at the bar with, who we butted heads. And everybody at this restaurant hated this person. And I found out this person went behind my back and tried to get me fired. And up until that point, up until that point, we were so cool. I mean, we were like, there was a line you didn't cross. Like, I know you're doing some shady shit back here. I'm not going to go snitch and tell on you. But once, I, once a coworker told me that this person tried to, was talking about firing me for doing something that I didn't think was that big of a deal, um, I, I went to general management with a li- bucket list. I said, this is what's going on. So, uh, I mean, this is, we're getting kind of off point now, but that's sort of how I view shitty people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, but that's your experience. So you, you got to speak to your truth. That's your truth. So, but that's the whole thing. Like sometimes some people say, I, I, I go off in a tangent, but you can have a thought like you just was saying, you can have it, but you don't have to apologize for it. Fuck it. Yeah. This, that's, your, this, was, this is your show. This is what you want to put. And you want to be as real and authentic about whatever you going through and how you are going through it. Because at the end of the day, this is, the Lone Wolf Show. It's my brain. So yeah,
0: it's my head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So who cares? Yeah. Like, Listen, I'm telling you, I get heat for y'all. I, I, in the beginning of my show, and I still want to do it, but this ain't the time to do it. But this ain't the year even, even further than that. But I wanted to run for the governor. And it wasn't to look to win. It was only to expose our government for the frauds and the hypocrisy that they portray. So that's why I kind of like stay on that political side, but I don't really go too far into it no more because of what's going on. But at the end of the day, Taylor, I am clearly supporting you. And I told you, if you ever need to go to any of those basketball tournaments to enter, yeah, I can give you, we can go to a list on top of list. I went out and bought the, I even went out and bought a, a whole camera setup. Oh, so really? I, yeah, I went out. Listen, I went to do the whole shebang because my whole intentions was to go around to all the communities and interview people. Like, it's, 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 listen, it's very easy to get to do this because if you're interviewing little kids, like, you know, Kiera, Kiera's gonna, she's gonna be swimming. So when she go to those swim meetings, y'all, I don't want to talk to the winner. I want to yeah. talk to the loser because even because the loser, you ask that person, what did you think that you did wrong that made you lose this event? It's just a sure just of going out and interact with people. And I did this already a couple of times with the girls' basketball, and I interviewed some girls, but then bam, this shit happens in the middle of the season, like the end of the season, so you really can't. And I've been promoting some of the girls. Like, I've been sending this stuff to some of the colleges. But if you have a thought, do it, Taylor. Because I'm, I'm telling you, fuck it. If, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does work, who cares?
0: So I think it's really interesting you just said you want to go interview the loser. Because, like, I feel like that's kind of why I'm doing this project is to show people that, like, who are kind of afraid to take this step and might not have the confidence... You want to like go maybe help talk to the loser, maybe build that person up a little bit because it know. feels good. It feels good to help other people and like to have empathy because you've probably been the, the last person in some sort of race before.
1: There you go. You know? go. See?
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's wow. like, yeah, no. So that's a huge reason why I'm doing this. And so I have another question for you. You kind of said like an idea you had was to maybe run for governor. What are, that included, but, like, what are some other projects you might want to try that may be so abstract away from this that you might be afraid to jump into, whether it's podcasts or art or running for, you know, governor, or anything like that?
1: Well, you, you, like you like to stay on track on one thing and not spread yourself out. So right now my whole goal is just to continue to get this show with more listeners you know because the more listeners i have the better the show may be i could start getting more content i can have people email me some content but my objective really and still because this year is not a governor race it's only the presidential race next year is the governor race because i already looked into it so that's ultimately still my goal is to, I'm not looking to get elected and to, to say I'm afraid, I will be afraid and I'm not no tough guy. I'm actually a stone cold pump, but um, I ain't afraid of too much. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I've been shot six times and it has to be a purpose of why I'm here. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm not too afraid of you know of anything, but I'm not going to say I, I don't. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm not running out here to go get this virus. I'm afraid of that, but like to to put my hand to try to do something. I know I'm not. I, I like I said, I'm not going to get elected to be the governor. But it's the whole point that there are certain things that people should know, that you know that's going on around the state that can be talked about as far as the governor level and as far as just letting people know because it's wrong with some some stuff that's going on in our state and it shouldn't be. It, should, it shouldn't be, but I just say personally, not too much. I'm not, I'm not gonna dive into the fucking ocean of fucking great white sharks. I ain't gonna do <laughs> that. One. But you know, or or I ain't gonna be like those fucking guys running around with this tiger king and then you end up like Siegfried and Roy I put, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to do that like that, but still, you know, certain things.
0: I think it's interesting that you said, you were kind of talking about your fears and, and with, with running for governor, I think that like, that's in our heads. That's such a huge, like conglomerate Mount Everest of a thing to the reality of doing that and what it would take to get there can make us feel afraid. Like the fact that I'm putting a podcast series out once I sent, sent these these uh, proposals out to people. I was like, holy shit, it's getting real. I think <laughs> that, like, like that can be scary in itself. And I think that like, I think that's a natural thing. Like the fact that the realization that this might take me 10 years, 15, 20 years to sort of have a revenue off this is a scary thought of how much work I'm going to have to put in. Because I know in my head, I, it's scary because I know that I'm willing to take that risk. And it's okay. like, holy crap, this is, this is actually like, it's, it could be a reality. It's scary how much work it is, but I'm going to go for it. Um, another question I have for you, you're talking about you want to get more listeners. How do you plan on growing your podcast to get those listeners?
1: Well, you know, the, the, the normal is the social media now. but see, I'm, I'm cut from old school. So the way I'm, the way I'm going to do it, when this is all this, what we're going through is done. I was going to, um, I was buying about 500 t-shirts and I'm just going to give the t-shirts away with the, with the podcast, the social medias and all that. And the email, I'm going to give them away. I'm going to get the stickers, the little bumper stickers and I'm gonna go stick it on like these signs or trees or whatever to promote my show. Because the only promotion that you can possibly get is a broke as a as a person, not broke, but no backing is that. Cause I come from, well, uh, you know, I I i like everybody say they're a hustler, but a hustle is not something that's verbalized. A hustle is something that you go and you go, you you put some thought into it and you go and get something out of it. I'm gonna put some money out, but some of the money gonna come back just from people listening to the show. You will know, see, you have somebody walking around with a T-shirt and they say, oh, well, let me listen to the show. So that's going to be one way. The other way, like, I already started. I'm supposed to do commercials because I got paid for some commercials. But I didn't take the money yet because I don't want nobody to tell me what I can cannot, cannot say. Because if I want to say something, I want to say it. You understand me? So you got to kind of, like, be a little careful with that. So that's the only reason why I haven't did the commercials.
0: Yo, I think this is like, I think this will, you know, because basically we're entrepreneurs, right? We're trying to start our own small business. You got to have a hustler's mindset and mentality. It's the same thing with sports. You got to wake up every day and get the reps in and put in the work. And like, that's sort of how I like think about like bartending and what I do. Like, I'm like, I I don't know. I think it's like, I kind of, I'm, I show up to work and I can't believe it's, it's easy, but it's a lot of work. But the fact that I can show up to a job and like entertain people and make people laugh and make people drinks and people pay me for that. I feel like I'm hustling them. I'm like, I can't believe you guys are paying me to do this. It's
1: But but that's the hustle that I'm saying that you, you're going to have to put into your show the same way because just think about like, if you do the t-shirt thing or you, because everybody go to social media and they put. But if you go like to say they open a beach and you go to the beach and you just giving away t-shirts. Yeah. People, I've, I I tell, I've been telling this to my daughter. Do you know the the most four, famous four letter word is? Love? No. Free. No. Ah. That's the most famous four letter word. If, so, if you you just said you you do you 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 actually get paid to serve somebody a drink, right? But if you go and tell everybody, you're going to get free liquor away for the whole week. You want to know the line that you have? Oh, my gosh. That's why I said that's the most famous four-letter word that you ever want to hear in your life.
0: And what, yeah. And that's, what's cool about this is, like, you don't, you're not, the people who view your content, it's free for them. It's, yes. it's through the advertisers and stuff like that. And like, I've thought about doing stuff like that with t-shirts and things like that. And that's something that's more like a medium goal for me. Once I start getting a little confidence, I'll start doing that stuff up. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I just, once I get confidence with this show is when I'm going to start putting in that kind of stuff and the promotion and everything. Hopefully this podcast series will launch that, but.
1: I hope so. Yeah. I, hope so. I I support you. I, you know, no matter what, I'll support you. I think that you have the right way of going about it. I just think that you, at that time, as you're working, you have to work to support yourself, so it's a little harder. But now that you're home... I know, yeah. <laughs> you all right there?
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's. Uh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I just had a little bit of coffee. I'm still getting comfortable doing these shows and stuff, you know? It's sort of like, I gotta like, you know, I haven't been doing it for a while, so I'm trying to get back into it. Yeah. but... What else? How else is everything? How are you doing mentally through this thing?
1: I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm okay. I'm just, I, I'm t- every day, you know what I do? Like I said, every day I, I tend to the plants. I think that's therapeutic for me. And now I'm like scrubbing the house, the back of the house for all of the moss. Other than that, and then I, like I said, I do a podcast show every day. Like every day, I, I like what I have done is, and this is not telling you what you should do, but what I'm saying, what I do is, like, if I don't want to talk about something, I don't talk about nothing. Because I'm not going to talk about the virus, because like I said earlier, you have so many people beating you down with it. So I'm not going to talk about it. So I took one week off, just not to talk about the virus and then like now because and then that in that one week i've been writing down everything like what i wanted to talk about um other than you know what the situation is going on and that gave me a fuel of doing weeks and weeks of content and then i try to come up with something snappy like i don't want to just give a show topic what i have in some Backhanded compliment in the way of it, you know what I mean? Like if you put your show out, like I, I then now I'm gonna share your show so other people can look at what you're talking about. Like once you do this, like your series, hey, I'll put it out on the Twitter, I'll put it out on the Instagram, I'll put it out on on, on on Facebook just so you can promote and you can feel good about yourself because This is something that I've always came to understand. Help me to help you to help me to help you.
0: Yeah, it's a mutual thing. Yeah.
1: So what's
0: what's cool about what I'm going to do is once I, when I release them at the same time, my friends who will go to see my friend Dylan St. John's podcast are going to say, who's Teddy Hooks? Who's the real NWK? And it's like, they're going to go see you. And my friends who, the people who go see you are going to go see my friends. It's going to be like a little network. Yeah, a
1: circle, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it would be nice, like, to do a big forum of people talking, like the way we're doing, but then you have a couple of other people and we do this big, massive podcast together and we have multiple, like you're going to do a 30-minute podcast and a 30-minute podcast could be 15 people or five or six different people talking about one common, like, maybe sports this day or maybe what's the best place to go and, and and eat because I did a podcast talking about that. Like people sent me, um, sent me restaurants throughout when I say from Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, people were sending me places of where you can go and have a good meal. But then bam, this happened. Yeah. So, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you know, I, I appreciate the interview and I appreciate, you know, everything you do. When you finish getting this together, please, please, I I, I encourage, send it over to me. Oh, of course. Okay. I'm going
0: to, yeah, 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 I'm going to link up your podcast to this
1: thing. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> that's what I'll do. I'll send everything for you also out there so people can get to you because it's always about each one one. So that's what it's all about.
0: I totally agree. And, and what you were just saying about the restaurant, like, so when I Love and I were doing the vegan 30-day challenge, I was going to different restaurants and tagging them in my social media post, 30-day vegan challenge, and they started following me back on Instagram. An idea that we have is to go to different restaurants, interview them, get – it's like Bill do a restaurant blog. Yeah, yes,
1: that's awesome. well, and this, see, Patel, are you writing this down?
0: We got – yeah. Look, look, look. Are you talking about the notes and stuff? I have – I have in my phone, I have, how many notes do I have? I have, what the fuck? Uh, 1,465 notes. Jesus. So like I write, I write stuff down all the time, but you know, and, and talking about what you just said about the restaurant industry, the, the restaurant industry is not going to just come back. No. So no. I, because they're, they're talking about letting things open at 25 to 50% occupancy. And I'm thinking about that like, I'm not gonna make any money bartending when this thing ends because the way I make money is having a packed house.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then is it the then on top of that, it is the time of what they're gonna allow these businesses to stay open to. Because if they still only say eight o'clock, how can you how can yeah. you make any any money when eight o'clock is a cutoff?
0: We make yeah we make a big portion of the of the of the profit at the bars on those Friday Saturday Sunday nights when it's jam packed and there's all those and that's not gonna exist for months, so I'm thinking in my head like maybe I need to start thinking about a another job you know when this thing ends,
1: or, or if I can just keep, keep doing this yeah, yeah exactly yeah, and then you take you take you take whatever money money you make there and you then stack it, and then you do your small-time promotion. Because at the end of the day, it is small promotion because you can't put a billboard up nowhere to promote you. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Without backing, it has to come up with a plan of getting your show really jumping. That's why I say, you know, from from, from you interviewing the people that lost in any of the sports those are the people that are listening. Because they don't, they, mm-hmm. they're not winning. Yeah. The, lo- the winner always, you think about this. When just to go about talking about the Patriots, the year that the Patriots went 17 and 0, they had no problems. So when you lose, you lose, you have to learn from a loss. But the Patriots never lost. But then they got to the <laughs> biggest show and lost because they never lost that year. So
0: yeah, I agree. I'm sorry, go on.
1: Wait, go, go, no, fine.
0: no, I was just gonna say they did they had some tight games down the stretch, but mm-hmm. I have heard quotes from guys on the team being like, Yeah, if we had lost one game, it probably would have taken the pressure off a little bit, and I bet you we would have beat the Giants that year in the Super Bowl. But I don't know if you remember that Ravens game. The Patriots went for it on fourth down. They didn't get it. They were about to lose the game, but Jim Harborough had called a timeout and they had to redo the play Patriots. They, they they did have some games down the wire that were close that challenged them and the Giants almost beat them in the last game yeah, yeah, of the season. Yeah. But, no, I completely agree with that. Like, they hadn't, They didn't know – they didn't have as much adversity from losing. Yeah, you got it. You,
1: you have to have a loss. Yeah. Because in, 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 you'll never see – and I say this and people – you will never see a team go perfect anymore. You, you'll never see it because you have to lose. Like Because just think about the Golden State Warriors when they went 74 and whatever. But in that 74 games, they had to lose some games to learn from that loss. So And then to go all the way to the championship and not win the championship, what was the record for them? The record it was, means nothing.
0: It means nothing. I think that was a bust. I think I think Draymond Green getting ejected for punching LeBron in the nuts is what is what killed that championship.
1: I don't think it was so much of the Draymond thing as much as the shot that Steph Curry was playing, uh, Kyrie Irving, was more of a dagger because, you know, at the end of the day, he got suspended, but it didn't really have too much to me. Some people may say, his antics, or whatever,
0: but... I just said, well, he got suspended and the, when they were down 3-1. And then they were able to get that game five win. They came home for game six, so they had a little bit of momentum. And I think that shot over Kyrie Irving... Kyrie Irving's one of the most talented players in the NBA. Steph Curry is a terrible defender. So,
1: that's, that's, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. So, I don't think that that's not... That's not, to me, like... One on one. I think Kyrie, like if they should have put somebody they should have put Draymond on him or somebody with some clay. They should have put Clay. Clay should have been on.
1: But but you gotta go back and see how did they do a switch? Did they do a switch? It might have been as we come up on a minute remaining. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry. One on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. But if they had a, if they did a pick and roll and got his ass, then yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, like it was, still was a bust. So that's what I'm saying. Like you have to have some failures. You can't go 17 and 0. You can't go. Uh, 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 what's that? How many games? Uh,
0: 18. It would be 19 and 0 to win the Super Bowl.
1: Well, as far oh. as basketball, as far as anything, you, you have to have some losses. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of why I say. Go interview them and, and ask them because that's going to be my whole get up. Also, like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to interview some kids because it's going to be days that I'm going to do sports. But I, I'm not going to get pinched hold. See, this is the reason why I try not to just talk about certain things all the time, because if you talk about that, then you get held at that. Yeah. And then people, like I said, I don't want to lose women listeners. I don't want to lose. Like, that's why I try my best not to curse when I'm doing these shows, because. You know, at the end of the day, sometimes you may you may end up having kids listen to your show. And then the parents are hear you up there with the filthy mouth. And I can have a filthy mouth, but I want to be able to have everybody listen to your show. So that's why like certain things you really want to um bang on. And and, and you are an intelligent young man, so I w- I would like to see your show take off. I, I actually I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I would encourage you not to look to get hired at no big time place, because that's going to stop what you complete. want. To. Yeah.
0: It's a journey. I mean, like I was, like I, it's, it's a, I'm in a I mean, if I want to be in this for the long run. And I think that it was really good talking to my friend, Anthony on yesterday, who, you know, he said he wrote jokes for three years before he got up onto the stand up. And so I'm at year two and a half and I'm starting to build a little momentum for this. So he's been doing it for 10 years. He's still not making money, but he's having progress and stuff. So it's a, it's a, you know, it doesn't matter for someone like I'm 28 and you're in your forties. Like you could still have a career in this. You can do this for 20 years in your 60s, 70s, you know, and still be doing the show. So like, I encourage people, whether you're, my parents are in their early sixties, they could start this right now and do this for 10 years and have success. People aren't it. too old.
1: Yeah, because the thing is about this, like the podcast, or you know, like like we were saying, there's the content, and then you don't want to beat down the same thing over and over again. That's why I think to do to, to do the well, excuse me, to do the mental health and the sports, I think is a is a dope antidote for having a very good podcast. Very good podcast. I don't... And you know, the thing is, like, I see a lot of people, they ask for donations. Because, you know, to ask for donations as you do this show, that means you want to get out there to interview people to use that money for that. I don't want to use anyone's money to better myself off. If I'm going to ask for donations, it is to have gas to put in my car so when I want to go drive into drive to um, Philadelphia to watch a high school basketball game and promote that high school basketball game that's what I want so you want to look into doing all that because I am going to really push this as soon as we come out of whatever we in I'm going to hit all different sports I'm gonna hit like if the governor is talking about something and he having a press conference i want to go down there and i want to be able to ask him a question it's different things of what i want to put my foot in and ask you know and that if you really want to have a goal that's a goal to have for yourself and not be afraid of criticism or not be afraid of failure because all of that's going to come and maybe two years from now who's to say that you're low Wolf show is not jumping it's, i mean it's to the point that everybody wants to hear what you have to say as a person
0: yeah well i uh i appreciate you coming on and talking to this and hopefully we can you know make this a recurring thing every week or so or you know going hey. forward you know all right teddy thank you man i appreciate, I appreciate it.
1: it just i'm glad you put me on this um i appreciate it
0: you're welcome you're welcome
1: right. you have a good day man